0: Welcome to Scooby Shack Radio, episode 28, recorded Sunday, March 15th, 2020. And thank you for listening to Scuba Shack Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Centropino. Our lives have really changed in one short week. Last weekend, we were at the Boston Sea Rover 66th Annual Clinic, where things seemed normal. Since the show ended last Sunday evening, life has become anything but normal. With our national acceptance of this unprecedented pandemic, we've seen sporting events, conferences, concerts, travel, parades, and schools all being canceled, and work as we know it is being drastically impacted. I know for us at the dive shop, we're trying to understand the immediate impacts both in the near term and what it means longer term. What I do know is we will do everything necessary to ensure we keep the safety and health at our forefront of our thinking. Last weekend, however, while things still seemed normal, we took Scuba Shack Radio on the road to the Boston Sea Rovers. This special edition of the show was recorded at the event, and hopefully it will provide a little reminder of what normal feels like. We're here at the Boston Sea Rovers 66th Annual Clinic in Danvers, Massachusetts, Saturday morning, and the show is officially open today, but, but we had a lot of activity yesterday in advance of the uh, clinic. Don, Donna and I drove up yesterday morning, and it was a spectacular day, as we made our way to the North Shore of Massachusetts. Well, our booth is all set up in our traditional number three spot. We're right next to Backscatter and Shearwater, and uh, right across the way from Diving Unlimited International and Blue-Green Expeditions. It was great to connect with many of the exhibitors and Sea Rovers yesterday. There's really a different vibe this year. It's really uh, uh, hopping. Uh, last night, um, the, uh, the Sea Rovers put on a reception for all the exhibitors. Uh, the exhibitor floor is really packed this year, and it's really neat to see uh, a lot of new booths out there and a really nice touch for the Sea Rovers showing their appreciation. Uh, Don and I were also fortunate to be invited to the presenters' cocktail party. Again, a very nice touch as the presenters are critical to the mission of the show. The Scuba Shack crew is down at the pool right now uh, getting ready for the Discover Scuba program, and I'm hanging out here in the booth getting ready to talk to people coming by to check us out and also to uh, talk a little bit about our trips. Should be a great day. So I'll be back uh, in a little while. Hopefully we'll talk to some people along the way, and we'll uh, we'll give you some updates from from the Boston Sea Rovers 66th Annual Clinic. Uh, this is Jeff here at the uh, Patty booth at Boston Sea Rovers and I'm talking with Rob Cole. Rob is the current paddy regional manager for the Northeast and has been in this position since uh, July of 2018 so thanks uh, for joining me Rob it's great to have you here on uh, Scuba Shack Radio. Thank you Jeff it's
1: great to be here. Thanks. Uh, Boston
0: Sea Rovers. Yeah so so Rob uh, you know Patty always has a lot going on, and I'm sure 2020 is no different. I, it always happens, right, every year. Yeah. So um, what, what are you seeing as Patty's top priorities this year?
1: Yeah, no, that's a great great question. It is exciting as well. Uh, we just – had the regional managers council, Patty flies all the regional managers out cool. to headquarters about twice a year to so. get out there. So, oh, it's yeah. beautiful. If you ever get a chance, Patty loves to have the members come yep. out. Yep. They roll out the red carpet for you guys. But so uh, we just got the big download for what's happening in, in 2020. It's very exciting. Uh, what we're really trying to push out, obviously, is, is one growing the industry. We're yep. always focused yeah. on yeah. trying to grow the industry, but in a way to, and then it's how do you do that you know what are the what are the tools that we can provide to our, our members to help grow their businesses and in turn grow in the industry and so so some of those things are, are uh you know things like patty club yep. patty yep. travel patty gear we'll get them
0: out there uh, it
1: all ties into the four e's you know we've, we've got education which we've been doing for Over 50 years right uh and then equipment equipment traditionally has been dive gear but uh, you know we've we've got add-on sales that we'd like to get in the stores as well that you can keep the cash register ringing Uh, in addition to that the travel component a lot of studies have been shown that in order to keep our 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 customers engaged and and to keep the divers diving is we've got to provide that travel part of it so we're trying to provide that as as a tool as well and then the last component of it's the club club and uh, Drew Richardson is maybe seen at Dima. Kind of rolled out the new Patty mission, sure. which is yep, a yep. billion torchbearers. For there you for, go. For uh, within the next fifty years, I mean that's a pretty bold. That's pretty mission. bold mission. Yeah. That's a bold mission, but uh, and the club kind of ties that in, and that that E is, is so it, that e is our are going to be our environmental E, and in order to make environmental impact. We've got mm-hmm. to have a community, yeah, and that's going to be the Patty Club.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, certainly the uh, the environmental piece is really big for us. It's Scuba Shack and Scuba Shack Radio, and uh, we love doing the Project yeah. Aware class, and we got UC one coming active. up in a couple of weeks at awesome. the, at the, at the yeah, shop, so we're, we're excited about that. So what gets you the most excited about Patty for 2020?
1: Yeah, you know, what's exciting for me is I, I've owned a store myself for— close to 18 right, you, years do, do you miss that uh, I do <laughs> yeah, sometimes. but you know what's neat is when I get to come out and see you guys like yourself in yeah. the field there's there's places within the dog shop that I enjoy and that and that's like the the, the regulator repair room you know oh, I yeah. love yeah. getting in there and, and doing reg repairs and you know so I, I still I get an opportunity I got an <laughs> XDX50
0: you can work on for I me mean, come on Dude, up yeah, I
1: love that kind of stuff so that part but getting back to what makes me excited uh, is the fact that now, you know, I get I get to help guys like you yeah. uh, and, and 130 on average stores in, in the Northeast try to build their business. And for me, that's exciting. And so it's taken, I feel like I'm a conduit between Patty and, and our members. Uh, so it goes both ways. It's not just the stuff that we're pushing out to you, but it's also feedback that you have for us that we can push back to headquarters. Because, uh, you know, without, without you guys, without the membership base, uh, we don't exist, yep. so, so it's important that we have a two-way well, line of communication. You know, one
0: of the things that we've always said is that we're, we're proud to be Patty, and uh, we really oh, appreciate that. Yeah. I'm proud, too. So,
1: we're, I'm happy that
0: you're proud. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, thinking about that, you know, we've got an update. You're doing one here at Sea Rovers. Uh, we're going to be in the booth, but we, we're, you're also coming yeah. down to Connecticut sure. next week. and. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: how many of those Patty updates oh, do I'm you on, do a year? I'm on tour. Yeah, I'm on tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this year, and and and, you know, I'd love to see this number get bigger, but I think it's probably the lar- largest number we've seen in in a, in a long time. But that number is is ten. Okay. This year, in all the major. Uh, you know, markets from Pittsburgh to you mentioned Connecticut. Yep. Uh, we're going to be in Rochester, New York. Um, it, we're, you know, even the middle of Pennsylvania in Williamsport. Oh great. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we did DC Doc Show. Yeah. We'll be beneath the sea. I mean, I, I can. There's, there's ten of them throughout the. the yeah, the that, region. that's still a
0: lot. That's yeah, still a is. lot. And, and I, I
1: hope to grow that. Yeah.
0: Well, we're glad you're coming to Connecticut. We're looking forward yeah, to I'm seeing you there. So, so
1: beautiful state. Um,
0: so we're here at Sea Rovers, and uh, I know you came up here last year, but this year you decided to put the booth up yeah. for Patty. Uh, we're, so. We're yeah, what, what made you think
1: about doing it this year? Well, you know, I, I think you mentioned in the intro here, I'm fairly new to, with Patty as the regional manager since so July of 18, but uh, the, last year I came, I'd heard about the Boston Sea Rovers, had known about it. Last year I came for the first time, it just kind of floated the show, mm-hmm. and, uh, I, you know, it's a good feel here at the Boston yeah, Sea Rovers. Yeah, it is very it's intimate. A great yeah. show, it's great show, the people are great, the, there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of intermingling going on with uh, and, and networking that goes on here, and I just left here last year, and I said, "Why, you know, why are why are we now?" If we we talked about trying to grow the industry as a whole. And we need to as patty uh, support these kind of shows so i went back to headquarters and uh, i really pitched it hard good. that we need to be here well, and here we are yeah we're so glad you're here and, we I, and, were... and i hope we can grow upon this
0: yeah good well we're, we're glad you're here too we we do a lot of stuff with the with the sea Rover. so uh, so really before we end up i'd like to ask people some questions from time to time i get asked a lot um sure you know uh, any place you haven't dove yet that you want to go diving <laughs> in
1: Wow, that's a great question. I mean, because if you think about it, that's that's so exciting about what we do in this industry and in diving is. There's so many places yeah. to go. But, you know, names like Ampa Ampat uh, come to mind. Uh, the, the, oh, yeah. the birthplace of coral, some yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. how could you not want to go there? So that's certainly on the bucket list. You have Galapagos. Uh, yeah. the, okay. the, uh, what's the other place out there uh, off the aboard out of Costa Rica? The Island of the Sharks, oh, they have yeah. it called. The Guadalupe. Uh, um, yeah, well, Guadalupe that too. is great. How about Great White yeah. uh, Shark Dive? And oh, so a lot of, so I thought you were asking, asking one, for yeah, one yeah, but yeah, I gave a you a lot more than, than one. More. <laughs>
0: okay it's okay it's, we'll, we'll all get out there but if you're interested you can come along with I us to the philippines to. next love year when we go out there it's on that list, it's on that list. Yeah. yeah i'm going to be going and talking to less at some point again during awesome. the show so well rob i appreciate you coming on the show and uh, it was you. really Thanks great to you. catch up with you and we'll see you in connecticut next Looking week to it, bye thank you thank you cool Well, I'm here in the Atlantis Dive Resort booth uh, at Boston Sea Rovers with uh, Les Corkle Les is the uh, representative for Atlantis Dive Resorts here in the U.S., and... And I met Les a couple of years ago here at Boston Sea Rovers and had the opportunity to travel with him to the Philippines in December, and, and what an outstanding trip it was. Welcome, Les. Thanks for joining me here at uh, Scuba Shack Radio. Hi, Jeff. It's my pleasure. Yeah, thanks. Um, so, Les, a great trip in December. Like I said, uh, we dodged a typhoon. That was, that was an interesting experience, but uh, we made it through there a little bit.
2: Yeah, it was kind of exciting. Uh, Never been in a typhoon before and in manila it wasn't really bad What what i i hope you walked away from that experience is the dedication and the commitment we showed as atlantis to get you to the resorts we kind of had kind of pulled yep. a few rabbits out of our head. oh to get yeah yeah we, we, were, we,
0: were, we were impressed with all that that really went went well and you got us down there to puerto galera and Got our diving started. So, uh, so let's uh, you've been working for Atlantis. Uh, how long has that been now? Uh, it's been four years.
2: I've just started my fifth year. Five years. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah I love Atlantis. I began coming to Atlantis in 2014. Uh, saw the consistent quality of the experience in, in every every realm that you're looking for in a dive trip. The yeah. world-class diving, the gourmet food, the great service. Yeah. The Philippine people are wonderful.
0: Yep. Yeah, it was so, so cool. So, so you started this after owning a dive shop, huh? Yeah, yes. Yeah, you you miss that? Uh, not so much. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's like a, it's a tough business, but uh, we love it. So we're, we're on we're on track there. Um, so you, you you left the dive shop, go to work for Atlantis. You love the Philippines. What do you like about diving in the Philippines? It's got to be well. It's the healthy reefs and the
2: marine biodiversity. It's just unsurpassed. Yep. It's some of the best diving I've ever had anywhere in the world. And every time I go, I never know what I'm going to see for the first yeah. time because there's always more to see.
0: Yep. Yeah, so, you, you, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. Um, you know, I thought um, you know, some of the stuff we saw on Verde Island was incredible. Um, Oppo Island, right? You know, how Beautiful much pristine coral. How much stuff is on Oppo Island? Well, there's 440 species of coral in yeah. Apo.
2: Yeah, and you know we will also work with the California Academy of Sciences. You had mentioned Verde. Yeah, they studied uh, Verde Island in uh, that summer of uh, 2015 and discovered 200 new species. Yeah, that's what's so special about the Philippines: the healthy coral, but also that marine biodiversity. You just once again, you just never know what you're going to see.
0: Yeah, it, it was incredible. We were like, uh, you know, you go over there and you're going, clownfish, clownfish, clownfish. And by the end, yeah, you're yeah. like, it's just a it's clownfish. Another, another clownfish. It's just another <laughs> clownfish. So uh, best dive. Tell me about your best dive in the Philippines. What, what was that?
2: Probably Tubataha. I visited Tubataha in 2017. And I remember on the last dive, I, when I ascended with my wife, I asked her, how many sharks did we just see? And she said, I, I don't know, maybe... There was that 60-foot whale shark and okay, maybe a yeah. school of 18 or 20 grays. And oh, yeah. A school of baby sharks, which baby. I had never seen anywhere else in the world. I don't think, they, yeah. It's, that, and then uh, she said, oh, I don't know, 20 or 25 white tips. So on one dive, we probably saw close to 60 sharks, all the while looking at pristine, hard and soft yeah. corals that would rival anything I've ever seen in Fiji. Yeah. So, so uh, that's a very special place.
0: Yes. That may be something I'm going to have to get to at some point uh, in, in the future. But... Uh, um, any place you haven't been to yet? Where, where do you want to go next? Well, I guess a big bucket list trip for me would be Galapagos. Yeah. I
2: mean, yeah. The, the, and something about the seals. Okay. And the, and the hammerhead's really intrigues me.
0: Okay. You got got to dust out your dry suit for that <laughs> one. Is that oh, that would, that would be a negative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. So, uh, what's your next trip? Where are you going to next? Where? Well, next week I'm going back to the ah, Philippines. okay, man. Uh, all right. Uh, can I come with you? Yes, you uh, can. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you and Don. Lots of fun. Yeah, no, I don't think I can make it. We got we got a shop <laughs> to run, but um yeah, we'll be back out to Atlantis Dumaguete in 2021. um we're, we're looking forward to it, getting ready to go, but. Uh, Les thanks so much for the trip in December and thanks again for coming on Scuba Shack Radio. My pleasure, thank you. Appreciate it. Bye. Well, it's day two here at the Boston Sea Rover 66 Annual Clinic, and uh, we had a pretty, really hectic day yesterday. A lot of people stopping by to say hello, and uh, the pool was full with uh, Discover Scuba divers. Um, we had Bill and Shay stop by, a couple of our Scuba Shack divers. They're, they'll be coming to Key Largo with us, and they spent some time uh, across the way talking to Pete at DUI. Uh, I guess diving here in New England can get a little chilly in a wetsuit. Also, uh, interestingly, I had a gentleman stop by the uh, booth yesterday, a guy named Bill Jetter. And Bill was an ex-Navy diver from the 1960s, and he was telling me all about his adventures uh, on the Wasp. He was a Navy diver on recovering of Gemini 4, 6, 7, 9, and 12. So that was pretty interesting uh, dialogue with, uh, with Bill also uh... we saw kim and phil from the shop they were up here wandering around getting uh... ready for uh, some more travel they talking about the trips to cuba and the philippines also uh... last night the uh... film festival was outstanding a lot of great things going on at the uh... the film festival we had a great time with that last night and wrapped up um, uh... full day here at boston sea rover 66 clinic and uh... now we're on to day two (laughs) I'm here with uh, Patrick Flanagan from the Ocean Learning Laboratory and Immersive Experience, better known as OLLI, and uh, it's like being inside a a submarine here in Gloucester or in Danvers, Massachusetts. Um, So welcome, Patrick. Thank you for joining me on Scuba Shack Radio. Yeah, so so this is an amazing uh, uh, situation here with this submarine, so... uh, can you tell me a little bit about Ollie and how you got started with this thing? Yeah,
3: so I've taught environmental education for many years and I've met students, uh, even high schoolers, who live right near the water but never seen the ocean before. Really? Uh, and it, Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people who just have no connection to the sea and it really struck me. And, and then a few years later I was uh, in graduate school on a coral reef in the Philippines And I was like, wow, I wish I could just bring people out here on a field trip. Yeah. And so rather than bringing kids from America out to uh, the Philippines on a regular basis, since that's kind of logistically intensive, I decided to to film the Philippines in in an immersive space and bring it to them on a... And a traveling platform
0: that looks like a sub. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it it, it is an amazing uh, experience here inside. As, as I caught, got, got on board, it says it's, it even smells a little bit like a submarine. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it? I didn't know how that happened. Yeah, yeah I,
3: I built all this stuff from parts from Home Depot. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like okay. So, yeah, so tell me a little bit about that. How long did it take you to build something like this?
3: Yeah, so uh, the the most time-intensive thing was probably just raising the money for it and then designing it. Yeah. And I okay. went through a lot of different designs. I spent a lot of time trying to come up with the right shape and size and space. And I ended up settling on this trailer. I yeah. I got a 28-foot a, a race car trailer. Yep. And then I okay. outfitted the inside with seven big screens um, and then built port holes around them and and built a whole back door with a bulkhead yeah, door and everything. Yeah,
0: it looks like you're coming on to a submarine when yeah. you when you get on board. It, cool. Yeah, so.
3: That, so it all took me only about three months to actually build oh, it. Oh, um, really? Myself and my dad and a bunch of volunteers.
0: Oh, it took uh, our guys a little bit longer to re- yeah. <laughs> redo yeah. our trailer at the shop. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah so. I'm, I'm
3: from Maine. and My background is in carpentry and, and firefighting and uh, filmmaking and bus driving yeah. and, and uh, ocean okay. and education, so cool. I just kind of put it all together.
0: Yeah, very cool. So you said you shot all this, is all this video from the Philippines or is so it from around? So this
3: video is actually from Bermuda. Oh, okay. I went out there and filmed a, a reef right offshore, but I'm actually building a catalog of places that we can go. Oh, so
0: you'll watch. go on different journeys. we footage
3: from uh, Massachusetts, some from California, some from uh, the Seychelles. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, pretty soon we'll be able to just, at the push of a button, go
0: from one You'll place be like, like Captain Nemo going exactly. around the world, yeah. So, so great. Um, so... You're here at Boston Sea Rovers and uh, here for the weekend. How many events like this do you do, or what are the different types of events?
3: Yeah, so we're just getting started. Uh, so I've probably done about 10 events in the past year. Some of them are smaller, like I've done a, a library program in Cambridge uh, and an after-school program. But some of them are really big. I brought this to uh, Boston Comic-Con. and Oh, wow. I think we had about 1,500 people come through. Wow, that's
0: very cool. So... So, yeah, we're hoping that we'll be sending people from uh, inside out uh, to come out here and visit with you. It's a great experience. It's really a really a cool thing. So thank you for doing this, and thank you for coming up to Boston Sea Rovers this year. Thanks for coming up. Okay, on. take care. You Bye. Too. Hey, I'm here uh, in our booth now with uh, Faith Ortons from uh, Blue Green Expeditions, and I've known Faith for a long time uh, when she was back with DUI, a while ago we used to do those DUI dog day tours. You miss those, Faith? <laughs> I miss all the people. Yeah, yeah. I'm not well, sure
4: I miss all the work. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, welcome, welcome to Scuba Shack Radio. Thanks for joining me here today. So, Faith, you run uh, Blue Green Expeditions, and that's really come a long
4: way. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about how you got started with that? Well, I've been running uh, dive travel through DUI, and even before that when I had my dive center for many years. And I loved the idea of taking people to actually use what we were selling them for dry suits and all this. So uh, when I decided I wanted to do that a little bit more than selling the gear, so, <laughs> I uh, we formed Blue Green Expeditions, Blue Green expeditions. and uh, with my business partner, who had also been doing dive travel, but he was more on the warm water side, I brought you, my like, cold water expertise, he brought his warm water hey, expertise, so between the two of us, we pretty much have the world covered.
0: Yeah, you, you sure do, you have a lot of trips, how, how many trips do you guys do a year?
4: We do about 16, 18 expeditions, and they're not the normal trips, for the most part, they're trips that. Dive stores wouldn't even know how to do, yep. where, where to start doing. Sure, yeah. And yep. uh, so we partner with dive stores, and as well as having individuals come with us who want something a little different
0: yeah of course yeah absolutely we've had a couple of our divers join you for their cuba trip yep. uh, last year they they really enjoyed it and they were saying that most of your customers are repeat
4: customers right yeah. they do yeah. people tend to stick stick with us and travel with us uh, on a regular basis
0: yeah yeah very good so it's always a good sign yeah yeah it's a, a lot of stuff and we continue to point people in your direction because like you say it's a lot of stuff that we really can't do as a dive shop so uh, so, Faith, you come to Boston Sea Rovers every year, right? What do you yeah, think? This do you like is going to be, uh, I think this is my 34th clip. Wow. Oh, yeah, So it's certainly uh, certainly exciting here. We're glad you're, you're here, and we're glad we're right across the the way from you there. So as we end up here, uh, tell me, what's your favorite dive? Where, what's your favorite one? You know, one? that's
4: a tough one. You, you I've been fortunate enough to dive every continent, off of every continent and every ocean. Yeah. So I would like to say that I, I'm not sure I have a particular favorite dive, yep. but there are places I like to go back to all okay. over and over. One of them is British Columbia, Canada. Oh. Another one's the poles. I, I can't get enough of the poles. I must admit that. And uh, my, one of my new favorites, Tasmania.
0: Tas- oh, wow. Tasmania
4: is awesome. Wow. And again, these are all unusual places, yes. but uh, we can take people there, and and we and we have a good time doing yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, uh, great. Catching up with your faith and uh, thanks for joining me here on Scuba Shack Radio, and we'll, we'll be in touch. Anytime. And thanks, thank Jeff. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. How do we do? That's easy enough. So, that's what normal feels like. Hope you enjoyed this special edition of Scuba Shack Radio from the Boston Sea Rovers 66th Annual Clinic. I would like to thank my guests, Rob Cole from PADI, Les Coracle from the Atlantis Dive Resorts, Patrick Flanagan, Captain Mavali, the Ocean Learning Laboratory and Immersive Experience, and Faith Orton with Blue Green Expeditions. I'll be back in a couple of weeks. In the meantime, be careful and safe as we move through this monumental crisis. Scuba Shack Radio is a bi-weekly podcast in support of our mission to empower individuals with knowledge, ability, and experience to venture underwater in pursuit of their aspirations and to advocate for ocean health and sustainability.